Hello, and welcome to the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan, and I am an alcoholic. Uh, this is a um, long-awaited <laughs> solo episode of the Fun and Sobriety Podcast. Uh, I, I call it long-awaited rather than uh, um, much delayed. Let's call it let's call it much delayed uh, episode. Um, it's been. Several months, I think maybe five months since I've taken the time to sit down and record my voice into this microphone for your listening pleasure. Um, and I'm 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 of a little uh, mixed mind. Is that the way to say that about that? Uh, uh, a little. Um, Of mixed opinion, maybe that's a better way to put it. Mixed opinion. Um, on the one hand, as I said in a couple of the last ones that I recorded back in the summertime of 2020, that uh, you know the days were all the same, right? We're, we're living in the pandemic. Uh, all of us basically doing nothing with our time, doing the same thing over and over, right? For the most part, um, our opportunities for variety, our opportunities to even interact with one another had become extremely limited, and I felt that every time I grabbed the microphone to talk and reflect upon what I was going through and what I was feeling, I was basically just repeating myself, um, because there wasn't more to say than I am also uh, slightly going crazy, going, uh, getting more unstable and and um <clears throat> uncomfortable in this isolation right and just like everyone and there's only so many ways to to reframe that before it just felt like I was just saying the same thing over and over um so I didn't you know I didn't feel like I was adding anything to my own well-being and by that through that I wouldn't be adding anything to anyone else's well-being other than I guess maybe the soft tones of my voice helping put someone to sleep. I don't know. Um, so I consciously put down the mic until uh, further notice, right? It was a hiatus with no agenda as to when I'd be coming back. Um, and I recognized that at the same time, you know, I, I, I this is why I'm of mixed mind about it because there's also the opportunity to um, record and put out uh, my thoughts and my, you know, just just record this podcast for people who might just want something out there to, I, I don't want to say rely on or, you know, to get, um, uh, I don't know, just to have a, 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 a steady normalcy to their lives. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I don't bother to see how many people download these episodes but it's not a great deal so I can't imagine there's you know I'm, I'm disrupting the routines of of people who if oh, I'm not disrupting people's routines to an extent that it's going to really disrupt their lives um, you know they might easily by now have fallen off whatever recurrence that I, I had with people who would 
you know, tune in and hear what I had to say. Um, and that was a rambling disconnect. My, my point was, if there was people out there who were struggling with their own sobriety, struggling in the middle of this isolation and the, uh, I don't know, waiting for Godot aspect or Groundhog Day recurrence of everything that's happening every day, every day is the same as the same, and struggling in their sobriety in the middle of all that, that maybe my not continuing to to release these episodes would have a negative impact on someone, but I don't know. That's why, I, you know, I, I re- register that it was a somewhat selfish decision uh, in that I, I didn't have the wherewithal to... I didn't have the wherewithal to keep it up, and even as I contemplate what that would have meant, the way I felt about it was I would be artificially grasping at things to say and emotions to to communicate that were beyond where I was sitting, right? Like, I'm 11-plus years sober at this point, and I'm not struggling with a lot of things that... Um, I was struggling with in very early sobriety and I acknowledge that that is a gift for me um, or at least I'm, I'm in a, a wonderful place because of that uh, which is to say because of that I'm not I'm not as frenetic or falling apart in the middle of all this as someone in early sobriety and and anyone in early sobriety or or precarious sobriety for whatever reason um having to endure this time is you know my heart really goes out to that person um those people i mean i i i am aware of you know personally i'm aware of a handful of people you know in my uh extended perimeter of life who have been struggling through this time and you know it's it's just a a direct awareness or that provides me a direct awareness of where I could be and what misery there can be in the middle of all this. Um, and I, I, I don't know. Back to my rambling self, I, I guess my point being that I'm aware that had I had the wherewithal about me to produce episodes of this, uh, despite my, you know, own sense that I had nothing to say and that there was nothing to offer, it potentially could have been beneficial for someone. Um, although I'm not certain that it would have been particularly beneficial for me. Um, so I don't know. I guess that's an, an ongoing struggle for anybody in the world. Uh, but, you know, someone in recovery like myself or presumably people listening, you know, that's a, a, a balancing act that must be uh, uh, always looked at um, honestly and with uh, uh, humility, I suppose, you know, to what extent our service to others uh, has to take precedence over service to our, our own well-being. Um, 
and I'm not being dramatic with that. I, I was finding myself putting, I was, I was putting pressure on myself to produce something, right. To, to sit down and, um, say something meaningful. Uh, and even if it even meaningful, just meant something that felt meaningful to me, felt like emotionally connected to where I was. Uh, and I couldn't bring myself to do it. Um, it just felt dull. It felt repetitive. It felt, uh, you know, it. I, it felt like I was, you know, I was. I was revealing my own lack of. Um, I don't know what the right word is of being interesting <laughs> to uh, the world at at large. Right? I. I didn't. I wasn't my life was on hold. I felt like, especially through the summertime, life just felt on hold and it just didn't feel useful to say, Hey, I I also feel like I'm just sitting here doing nothing. Um, hope you're good. Okay. Talk to you in a week or two. <laughs> anyway, I don't know why I'm spending this much time, uh, trying to rationalize why I haven't, uh, or why I put the mic down, um, other than, I, I guess, to, uh, you know, verbally, and officially acknowledge that I'm aware that it, it, it may have let, I, I don't, I don't want to say it let people down. It just, you know, it was a selfish decision, selfish decision on my part. I'm aware, but it was also somewhat necessary because it just, it wasn't doing, it wasn't serving me. And, um, you know, there's a part of this that I don't want to get resentful about doing this because I started this and I hope to maintain this out of a place of joy and giving. And, um, yeah, so I, I felt whispers of that disappearing and it didn't feel like that would be beneficial to anybody. Um, and then on top of that, I, uh, I got busy. Um, and I, I don't talk about this terribly, uh, uh, terribly much uh in public I, I, again I, I struggle with calling this a public <laughs> forum because i think it's just a handful of people who i would talk to normally but i just don't get to see as frequently as our lives would allow so uh yes to to all of you <laughs> i don't talk about it in a, in a highly public way but um i you know in the middle of all that through through the early parts of the pandemic i was um uh, or, or through the, you know, through the summer period, I was, um, I was writing, uh, a memoir, um, or at least that's the only way I could describe it. And I don't know that it'll ever, I'll ever do anything with it, but it was an opportunity to just kind of get a bunch of stuff out of me and put it down and then set it aside, right? Like it was, um, you know, it was, it was a, it was like journaling only with the intent of at least pretending it was for other people to read. So it was a little, you know, formed in ways that hopefully made sense sentences that hopefully sentences and paragraphs that hopefully make sense and are, you know, uh, uh, at least interesting, if not ex entertaining to read. Um, so, you know, that, that's, that's the distinction between a memoir and a journal, you guys, in case anybody wondered. Um, so yeah, I was, you know, I was, I was committing a lot of my mental and emotional energy towards that. Um, and then, and, and 
very concerted in an effort to be done with it before the end of uh, the summertime. Because the other thing that I've been doing to fill my time uh, since last we spoke, um, so I went back to school. Uh, and so, you know, I, I work full time and uh, I started going to school part time, you know, but going to school. And uh, so, yeah, I didn't, I also didn't have a lot of time for, for this, right? Like, I, I suppose there, if I look back and I, you know, put myself in the right frame of mind, I suppose there would be a handful of um, interesting, potentially interesting and relatable moments in the last few months while I've been working full time and going to school in my spare time after work uh, that would be uh, um, relatable. Uh, but, if, you know, I also maintaining a household for myself and my children I, I was tapped out right like I just didn't have the mental energy to also then sit down and commit you know even though these do <laughs> these podcasts are just me rambling for far too long and as far as I can tell uh, they take time and I do make an effort to coordinate my thoughts in some fashion right it, it may seem that may seem impossible to believe once you hear the final product, but nevertheless, it is true. And and I, you know, I often, as I've stated before, record full hour plus podcasts and then throw them away and re-record them. So, all of that is to say that you know I'm 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 here. I uh, I'm not. Um, you know, I I I am still sober. I'm not. Uh, I didn't fall off. I'm not. I'm not coming back to sobriety. Thank fucking God. Um, cause I, I know, <clears throat> or I I suppose, suppose, uh, that would be a reasonable, uh, question to have, or, you know, something that would might, uh, ping in the back of someone's mind if they registered, Hey, I haven't seen a podcast from that sober guy in a while. Um, Especially if you're in recovery, if you've spent any time in sobriety, is in in you know, in the, in a fellowship of any sort, you know, uh, um, in in the twelve step type meetings, uh, when you notice someone has stopped coming around, that doesn't generally mean that person has um, created an astonishing great new life and no longer has time for the meetings generally when people who are in sobriety in recovery stop coming around and you stop seeing them uh, in the uh, recovery places it's because they've fallen off um, they've, they've started to use again um, that's the unfortunate nature of this beast right it can come and grab us at any moment and take us down right I mean to put it in some unnecessarily poetic way or whatever, non-straightforward, if not poetic. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I guess that was also kind of lingering in the back of my head as to like, you know, if anyone's paying attention, maybe they're worried about me, um, or, you know, concerned that, that I'm not doing okay. I, you know, I appreciate if that crossed anybody's mind. I, I, as far as recovery and sobriety is concerned, I, I'm doing, 
I'm doing just fine. <laughs> I'm doing perfectly well. Um, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm sober as I was a year ago. I'm as sober as I was two years ago, three, blah, blah, blah. Um, So, I don't know. I guess that's my unnecessarily long preamble uh, to say, hey, sorry I've been gone for so long. I know it was a little selfish, but it was also kind of necessary. But I'm doing okay, and um, I hope you're doing okay. You know, I, like I said, this has been a struggle for everyone, myself included. You know, the the never seemingly never ending monotony of day to day living today uh eats us alive. And I even as I say that I'm I'm aware that it's also a, a fucking gift if that's what uh you know, what I'm struggling with is is that, right? Because I'm aware that things could be so much, so much, so much worse for me, right? Like, I, I, I'm, I've gone back to school in hopes of eventually, knock on wood, being able to shift the direction of my life and go down a whole new path, right? And it's so early in, I don't even want to talk about it because it's little more than a pipe dream, right? Like I'm taking steps to make it more than a pipe dream, but it's still a little more than a pipe dream. And I'm conscious of all of the things I have. I'm grateful for all of the things I have. I have a good paying job with benefits and security insofar as any tech industry corporate job has is secure, I suppose, but it's much, much more secure than struggling at a service industry job that I also despise and have to get spit on and yelled at by ugly people in the world, right? Like, and that's, I'm being very, very random with that. But even, even just any, any interaction with a ton of people with, you know, in a, in a service industry job. And I'm, I'm stating that because those are the kinds of jobs that I drifted towards before I got to to you know before i got, before i got my degree and before i got a corporate job of misery um and any any under any job that wouldn't pay for my life that i would have to struggle to make ends meet right like that would be horrible and it, and obviously not having a job at all would be even worse i'm, I'm aware of all of these things and i'm at least theoretically intellectually aware of the struggles that would be on piled on top of the struggles i face today and would make the struggles I have today seem like a goddamn dream come true, right? I'm I'm aware of that. I'm I'm trying to balance, do the tight tightrope act of walking towards a change in my life because I'm very frustrated and unsatisfied with where I'm at and where I've been for the last five to ten years, if at least. Um, you know, I'm, I'm unsatisfied with it while I still, you know, I'm still aware that it's a, a goddamn gift and things could be so much worse. You know, that again, that's that's one of those 
um, balancing acts that we have to we have to maintain in our lives, right, as human beings, but as especially as people in recovery, to to remain remain grateful for what we have, but not allow that to bleed over and. Uh, I, I don't want to say bleed over. I, it, to not allow that to, um, to not allow ourselves to not allow myself to be aware of where I'm just uncomfortable and changes I want to make, despite what to other people would be a gift. Right. I guess that's the the, the idea of first world problems. Right. Like yeah. I'm unsatisfied with the job I've got. Well, you got a job. That's not a helpful way to look at it, right? Like, I'm aware that I've got a lot of good things in my life, but I'm also aware of how they're eating me alive from the inside. They're eroding the core of who I am in a way that I know isn't going to serve me in the end, right? Like, I can only be so grateful before, you know, there's only so much that focusing exclusively on gratitude isn't going to keep the erosion of resentment at bay for the rest of my life, right? Like, if I'm not doing something, if I'm not living my life in a way that serves me and serves my well-being, I can be grateful for what I've got in the moment, but I'm also aware that this path leads to, you know, a dead end and I'm going to hit my head on something. And if it's not the wall or the floor or the ground, it's going to be smashing a bottle over my head. And, you know, that kind of thing. If, if, <laughs> if I look back on my life, uh, and I was grateful for, you know, the, 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 the things that I had, but it still didn't, I still ignore the resentments that were building and I wind up drinking, I wind up destroying myself um, and yeah, I'm being hyperbolic there, but if I drink, I'm going to wind up destroying myself to some way or another, um, you know, then it's kind of pointless, right? Like anything, anything that we do in our lives that ultimately doesn't serve us and doesn't serve our, our greater well-being or, you know, the extent of our lives well-being, that's a tough one to just hand wave away as, well, it's you had it better than a ton of other people, you know, that, that, that can be true while at the same time it still destroys me. So, <clears throat> so yeah, I'm, I'm back in school to hopefully shift the, uh, the oil tanker here, su- subtly start nudging it in a new direction. And, and hopefully in the next few years it will have, completely turned and now I'll be going that way instead of the way I'm going today. Um, we'll see. Um, we'll see. Um, and yeah, I I suppose another reason why I've chosen to start recording again today, another reason I go, part of the reason I've decided is, uh, you know, it's Christmas Eve, it's Christmas Eve, 2020. Um, and, like so much of what's transpired during 2020, during the the COVID pandemic, special, especially during the COVID pandemic, like shutdown period or, or, or social isolation or whatever the general sweeping term that we'll make for this 10 years down the line is. Um, I don't feel as 
connected to the season. I don't feel as connected to the nostalgia. That's what it is. It's I don't feel the same nostalgia that previous years, most years, uh, engender around, you know, things, the, 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 um, touchstones or, or benchmarks that come each year. You know, I'm not, <clears throat> they're just kind of, I feel removed. I feel like phase shifted from, um, that sense of, you know, like, the, the sense of ex- excitement and and anticipation and just warmth and joy, right? Like I felt that way through you know through Halloween. It was just kind of like, eh, you know, there was there was nothing to do. There was, there was I, again, this is the reason I didn't want to record for months. Is you just I just transition into whining about <clears throat> all the difficulties here, but it's the difficulties with isolation and being in the pandemic shutdown, you know. But it feels face shifted, right? It it that that's that's the nature of of all, all of this complaint and sitting on a, a big milestone. Or I, I guess Christmas Eve isn't necessarily a milestone, but you know it's it's a traditional thing. Like we we in general, we all look forward to this time of year. We all look forward to this little stretch of time where we pretend that life isn't you know, pretend that there isn't as much negativity and shit in life and just try and focus on being warm to one another. And, and, and I at least have always settled in and really embraced that nostalgic feeling of like, yeah, feel things feel okay. And even, even in the stretch of time when things were not okay, right? Like at least in my sobriety, I suppose when, when things weren't as upbeat and terrific as, as they would eventually be, I felt okay, right? Like that first year of sobriety, that first Christmas in sobriety, right? Like it was, it was so awkward and it was so, I was what, nine months or so pregnant? Or pregnant. <laughs> nine months or so sober. <laughs> I guess that's just, you know, uh, certain terms just kind of jump into your brain there. <laughs> I was nine months or so sober <laughs> yeah that tickled me uh but i didn't you know i didn't have i wasn't i was not super gainfully employed i was you know i was not i was i was still a fragile shell of the person that i wanted to be and that i knew i could be but it you know i, I was in the early phases i could feel the the structure solidifying inside of me and it was you know i was uh, you know day to day hour to hour uh remaining calm and remaining aware of who i was and where i was and staying staying in the moment staying present and you know it, it, and it carried me through and in in that holiday period i was i was able to i was i was able to focus on what good things i had in my life and not dwell on the bad things and um you know and and i'm i'm as i'm saying that i'm i'm recognizing that that's also obviously what i need to be doing today you know in in this point in my life in in the, the in the here and now you know, Christmas Eve 2020, 
you know, arguably 2020 will, you know, is easily been, you know, uh, the worst year of my life, right? Like maybe not on a personal basis in terms of the things that have happened in my life in my past that you know, I've certainly had worse overall years uh, in a personal way, but in a collective way for at least, yeah, you know, I, I, for, for the, the world in general, you know, it feels like one of the worst years I've lived through, right. On a national global scale and, 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 and I'm clarifying that just to say that this is a collective feeling of just this was a crummy year. Things are not super great. And I'm 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 a part of my world and I'm I'm having a hard time connecting to this what is generally a a, a wonderful time to just kinda connect to positivity and at least joy and calm for a few hours a couple of days even and um you know until about yesterday christmas eve eve uh afternoon i really never felt any like nostalgic comfort right like that's the way i describe it that feeling of just being like oh things are cool things are good i'm happy I, I want to just like smile at my neighbor and wish him goodwill and good you know say hello to everybody I see you know stuff that arguably you know normal years n- non 2020 years non-pandemic years we we chide ourselves for like why don't we just hack like this all year long blah 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 like um you know I, I love all that stuff I do I love this period of time I, I love getting my house ready for Christmas yeah, I got my house ready for Christmas like Thanksgiving weekend because I knew that this was going to be a particularly disconnected season, right? I knew the pandemic wasn't going to be done with us yet. And we would be spending a lot of just kind of isolated time, even through, you know, we were isolated in Thanksgiving and I I knew we were going to be more or less isolated during Christmas, you know, my, my little family and me. So I decorated the house and made it feel warm and cozy and I you know I love it I go and I turn the Christmas lights on every morning before the sun comes up because it just gives me a moment of like that nostalgic sense that things are good and um, I at least consider that a wonderful thing right like for me having a moment of because that nostalgic feels like peaceful it feels settling and warm and cozy you know and when it's still dark out in the early morning and it's just the glow of the Christmas tree and a little bit of the Christmas lights I suppose that's just deep inside like there's just that little kid who feels the warmth of Christmas right and that's you know, I, I dig that. And until yesterday afternoon, other than those little brief moments on my way to get coffee, I haven't really embraced that, right? Like, it's been a lot of just like, meh. It's not even, I'm not negative. I'm just kind of void. I've just felt like we are walking from day to day. I will now go get things for people I care for in hopes of giving them a little joy on the Christmas day. 
you know, it's, it's, it's just felt rote and I've, I felt phase shifted, right? And phase shifted isn't safe for me in, in, in my recovery. I'm, I don't feel safe being phase shifted and, and phase shifted for me is the way I describe disconnected, right? I'm not, I'm not engaged in my life. I'm not engaged in, I'm not being as present in my day to day as I would be if there was more activity. I I don't know how else to put it. It's, it's, if I was running around and going to my job and going to in-person meetings and, you know, just seeing people going out, just like living a normal life, you know, normal, whatever, doing, doing normal things, normally engaged with people, there's a a sense of just feeling more present, or at least it, it, the routine of that made me feel more engaged in my life in in a way that I have been noticeably lacking in the last several months of just kind of sitting here in my room on a day-to-day basis, right? Like I've set my office up in my room. I work from my room. Uh, I I wind up just kicking it in my room after work because where else am I going to go? Especially now that it's cold, you know, even if there was some place to go, it's too fucking cold anyway, right? Like I could go for a walk before, um, and I would, and I still do. It's just, it's so damn cold. It's, ugh, you know, and, and, my old man joints are making it difficult to really get motivated to get out there and run in that cold. Boy, oh boy. Um, but all that's to say, like, I'm still feeling phase shifted, right? I'm feeling disconnected from the holidays, disconnected from life in general out there in the world. We all are, I assume. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I guess on Christmas Eve, I wanted to touch base with all of you again and just be like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm. Let you know, I'm, I'm. I am still here. I am still sober. I am still doing the best that I can to um, live my life and be as engaged in my life as I can. And it's not as great as I want it to be. Right? I'm not. Like I said, you know, I, I yesterday afternoon. It, it was a family thing, right? My my sister came over with 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 my nephew, and I don't get to see them enough. And I'm I'm, sh- her life and my life are are just separate enough that that I it's, you know, she's she's, eight years younger than me. She's a very professional person, very career uh, um, driven, and and like has a very full life, right? And I am doing my life over here, and <laughs> we live just far enough apart that it isn't convenient for us to just kind of pop in on each other. And so we don't, right? And it's it's not a lack of love. It's not a lack of caring. It just is just reality. And so I get a reminder of what it's like with a little kid when she comes over, right? She brings her, brings her kid and he's, you know, you know, a little, little cute little guy wandering around, um, just learning to speak and and you know just on the cusp of christmas being like it's still not going to be set memories but it's the the feelings is what he's going to remember and the the sense of love and and that uh 
warmth that I was just referencing, you know, the, the nostalgia for him will be built from today and, uh, watching him hand out little gifts. They came over to kind of do pre Christmas stuff. Cause we're not all going to get together for Christmas, right? Like that's the, the bargain that we've struck, the, the compromise that we, we have to make in the midst of this to, to stay, um, sane and stay safe. We're gonna, we're just gonna all just do our own family things in our own homes, right? Rather than <clears throat> wind up with a bunch of people in one room coughing on each other. I, I don't know. Who knows in t- 10 years if we'll look back and just be like, yeah, maybe we were over-concerned about it. But but right now, it feels like the thing we have to do. Anyway, her coming over and just infusing the house with a sense of like, I I, I don't want to say normalcy because it didn't feel normal. It was just like, it was this kind of awkward, like she brought all this stuff and we just set it on the table and like, we're all just kind of standing there watching her son, watching my nephew run around, um, you know, do, do, do little like kid shit. Um, I don't know. It just, it was just some like melting of like the coldness that was still just sitting there. Like, yeah, this is, it's Christmas. This Christmas is for loving and caring. And, and yeah, I get it. Every day should be that way. But, you know, this is this is America. We compartmentalize all our shit. This is the time of year. It gets cold, so we act caring to each other in the summer. Uh, it's hot, and we shoot off fireworks. I don't, I don't know what's the analogy I'm making, but it made me reflective and and reminded me that you know maybe I I I, I should I shouldn't let this podcast dissipate into the wind right like it, it it may still do that i mean i'm also on break from school and school's gonna start up again in a few weeks and i'm gonna have the same complication and as far as i can tell we're still gonna be in the same lockdown so I, you know there's not gonna be a huge change to um my life and the reasoning for setting this aside will still be there but who knows you know i i I don't want it to dissipate. I do appreciate that it, it, it may be helpful to someone. And, you know, right now with the holidays, <clears throat> you know, the best I can say is I'm, I had, like I said, I had a moment of warmth and recognition of, of what I at least have always felt that the holidays are supposed to be about. Um, you know, and, and my kids are older. That's the other thing, right? Like having a little, little guy running around, um, reminds you of how fun it is to have Christmas with little, little kids. You know, my kids, my youngest is 15. So, you know, my kids are, you know, they're, they're, they're teenagers and beyond. So anybody who has teenagers knows that that it's a shift in everything. The dynamic is all, all over the place. And, um, But having that reminder of nostalgia and love and joy, you know, it's important, right? And that, as I think about it, and I'm thinking back to like that first Christmas in sobriety, and that was all I really had to hold on to was that vague sense of joy and warmth and love and comfort, just the, 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 
smallest glimmer of it. And uh, I was able to let that little seed, that little, little flame warm me. And I guess that's, gosh, that's... I mean, I don't want to be... I don't want to. I don't want to sound too like whatever poetic, but that that is kind of where I'm at right now, right? Like I had that little glimmer, and it's early on Christmas Eve. I'm 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 looking forward to the day. I'm looking forward to spending the evening with my kids <coughs> and just doing fuck all and just kind of feeling warmth and love and and kind of snuggling in with each other and <clears throat> and um you know just embracing the day and uh, that's that's what i get you know that that is a of all the annoyance and discomfort of my life i at least have this i've got i've got these kids and I love them, and they love me, and this is an opportunity, right, we, you know, that, that's the, the other half of, of, uh, the kids getting older is, right, like, we don't do this kind of thing that much, we don't get together and make a concerted effort to just be around each other and just be with each other, and this is, we're gonna do that, and for me, that's, you know, that's gonna, hopefully reset me i don't know it's gonna at least fill me for for the evening <laughs> probably probably it'll fill me for a half hour or so and then i'll get annoyed <laughs> but that's just me you know and i'm aware of myself enough to know that yeah that's just who i am and i can take a few breaths and bring myself back to the present and be like you know and joyful in the moment um and i suppose if 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 that if that helps anyone you know that's that's how i've maintained throughout these last several months is when i've felt strung out when i've felt overrun when i felt manic when i felt depressed when i felt like i can't fucking handle all of this bullshit you know the the not going outside the not being around people the the not leaving my house you know I'll realize I haven't left my house in a few days like literally left the house for anything you know I'll take a breath and I'll just try and find a little glimmer of joy of calm of comfort and focus on that let that little flame fill me until I can at least breathe easy again, you know, and and that's not been super easy. There's been many, many stretches of time over the last few months where I, I just felt, you know, clicked out. Um, but I don't feel clicked out right now. I feel engaged. I feel as engaged and as connected to right now, the present the the warmth and comfort of the season or for lack of a better way to put it i feel i feel more that way than i have in months and um that's good you know i want to share that and i i want i want to i want to encourage anybody else out there to take a moment and just be calm and embrace what you have and embrace the the discomfort even right because 
it is going to pass, right? Like that's what I've also done to get through any of these periods in the last few months is embrace the fact that this is going to pass, right? Like my bummed out attitude, my crummy attitude, my agitation, it's going to pass, you know, and and maybe what's on the other side right now is only going to be another sense of blah and melancholy, but it's not going to be intense negativity. And sometime, sometime it's going to be positivity, right? Like, and I don't know, I'm hoping, you know, it's still early today, but I'm hoping today is just going to be all upbeat sunshines and rainbows, positivity. But if it isn't, it's okay, because I've got this moment right now. I've got the moment I felt yesterday. I've got the moment this morning when I clicked on the Christmas lights and grabbed a cup of coffee and just kind of marveled at the world that I have, right? The life that I have, the loves that I have, the joy that I have. It really is enough. Right? It really is. Um, And I don't know. I suppose a Christmas Eve podcast wouldn't be a Christmas Eve podcast if I didn't just end it on that. A sense of joy and love and happiness. Right? Everything is not perfect in my life. Um, I've got plenty of agitation. I've got plenty of concerns weighing on me. But right now, I'm I'm content. In this moment, I'm content, and I want to share that contentment with with um, whoever cares to listen. I suppose. You know. Life really is hard, and life is long and tedious, but it's also really, really brief, and it's short, and we only get one, one way through it. And if, you know, if if you're, if you're listening to this, and you're struggling with your own sobriety, and you're struggling even thinking about trying to get sto- sober or stay sober, my my heart goes out to you. Any holiday season, that's tough. But this one, 2020, it's got that extra phase-shifted quality to it that makes it that much tougher. I mean, I, I'm, I'm almost glibly ready to say, you know, I, I don't mean go drink, but man, if you're struggling with sobriety... Give yourself a pass if you don't make it through this, okay? It's going to be, you you get a pass, right? Like, don't really, really try not to kill yourself with it. But if you can't hold on, if you can't make it through this particular year, and you got to just, like, fuck it, I'll just reset. It just looks like mid-January if you got to do that. Man, I feel you. Because this is a particularly bummer of a bummer year. And this is a bummer season of a bummer year. So I feel you. 
if you can do it, if you can find it in yourself to just get present, no matter what that takes, you know, if it means journaling, if it means breathing and meditating, if it means yoga, if it means going to 47 Zoom meetings a day, <laughs> I guess that's physically impossible, but 24 Zoom meetings in a day, you know, do it, you know, don't fucking drink, don't fucking use, no matter what, that's the other thing, if the best you can do right now is just sit on your hands and not do it, if the best you can do is focus on not doing it, not doing it, because that's a long-term uh, strategy that is not going to work, focusing on not doing something will never keep you all the way sober, not for not for any extended period of time, but right now, to get through this exact period, this bummer period of a bummer year, sit on your hands if you have to. Because odds are you're gonna still be alive come January of 2021, February 2021, March, blah, blah, blah. And and I I know I anticipate being there. I anticipate being alive at those times and I really, really want to be present then. And I know the best way for that to happen is for me to be present today, right now, in this moment, as I breathe, as I talk. Because I only really have this moment right now. And right now, like I've said, I found a little glimmer of joy and hope. And I'm going to hold on to that and I'm going to carry it through the holiday season. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll do another podcast around New Year's and we'll see how well that worked out for me. <laughs> but um, I love each and every one of you. I do. And it's not just this little joyful feeling inside of me that's inspiring me to say it, you know. Push comes to shove and I get out of my own way and I'm just calm about life. I find love for all of you. And if you're struggling with your sobriety, my heart especially goes out to you. And you can, you can reach out to me. You can. You can find me on, on the Facebook. You can find me through the Eavesdrop Podcast Network. Um, but yeah, please don't hesitate to reach out and um, stay sane and stay safe. Thanks for listening. Drop.